all got ups and downs Because the world's intense How could you find out what to pair with your life events? A cocktail will never fail to provide a lift Just raise a glass with your friends and let's drink about it Welcome to Let's Drink About It, the show where we proceed from the premise that every cocktail has a life event pairing to go with it. So as you listen to this show, you'll hear different cocktail recipes, and then you have to have those life events. (laughs) That's how it works. Yeah, no pressure. Uh, I'm your host, Benjamin R. Harrison. And I'm your host, Chris Bowman. And our lovely and talented guest is... No, I'm a guest. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I tried to book a guest and I blew it big time. (laughs) Our our lovely and talented guest is Lorraine Sink. Yay. Hey, Lorraine. I think uh, this is the three-peat for you, Lorraine. Three-peat. Yeah. Yeah. Three deep. So uh, for those of you who are just joining us, Lorraine is a very funny comedian and writer and the host of Marvel's The Watcher series on YouTube. That's accurate. Uh, you can also see her like improvising and singing and dancing, I imagine. Uh, and, uh, the dancing, it's like more like a uh, movement. Oh, yeah. Shuffle? <laughs> like more of a shuffle. Li- more of a lively movement component. <laughs> sure. <laughs> at the uh, at the People's Improv Theater, am I correct? That's right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, boy, we just, uh, we love everyone every time. So. Uh, Absolutely. A lot of pressure, you know. You got a tough act of yourself s- to follow. I know, I got to top myself, which is... Hard, hard to do, but <laughs> somebody's got to do it. We got yeah. faith. We got faith. Thank you. I mean, it, I uh, I don't want to say that we have you on as an act of charity, but Marvel <laughs> Marvel hasn't been doing that great lately. Yeah, no, it's sad. It's sad that nobody's heard about it yet, but I'm hoping word gets, <laughs> word yeah. gets out there. Maybe if they keep making these tiny indie films, people will start checking them out. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe they'll, you know... I mean, they they have merely 11 trillion shows <laughs> and movies out right now, so... With new ones all the time, we just it's announced a new TV show. Amazing. We have more Jessica Jones, more Daredevil. It's yeah. a did lot. I just, it's did I just thing. read about Luke Cage? Is that what I was reading about today? Luke Cage? Yeah. Yeah, Luke Cage is, I think, just wrapped filming or is about to wrap filming, and that's going to come out this year, too. Hmm. Great. It's serious. Netflix and chill, y'all. That's yeah. one I don't even know. <laughs> Netflix and chill is a colloquial (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Guys, I know how to Netflix and chill. (laughs) I convinced a human female to marry me. Oh, you're like a professional. Yeah. I mean, if the rumors are to be uh, assumed true, I haven't Netflixed and chilled in six months or so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Listen, real quick, a real quick uh, thing here. I just want to get in before we get on with things. Um, Mm-hmm. I've been Netflixing, but it's been very aggravating. <laughs> um, you guys, just in case somebody else tells you middle of the podcast, I don't want you to feel embarrassed or things to get awkward, but you're speaking to uh, an award-winning podcaster right now. Do you know that? What? I, got, what? I got an award, but I didn't get an award for podcasting. No, no. I went to the doctor <laughs> today, and my doctor told me I got strep of the week. Strep Whoa. of the week. Hey, right? Congratulations yeah. are in order. Am I right? Wow. So oh, how, how good slash bad does your strep have to be to be strep of the week? This, let me tell you something. I, I, I uh, for the past few months, I've been talking about how shitty I've been feeling. And uh, had I known yeah. that my body was putting, like putting me through this rigorous training for this award, I would not have complained <laughs> nearly as much. But yeah. uh, so I just want to thank everybody from the top on down uh, for this, this glorious honor. Oh, cause you, so you were texting me that you had a bad canker sore, but it turns out that that was a strep. You got to see this thing. It's like, 
I swear to God, oh, it's not. I don't have, got to. Do you have a tonsil stone? Because I read about it on BuzzFeed. Oh, yeah. A tonsil stone? I'm so stone? sorry to everyone who's listening. That's like a thing. It's a whole thing. Would it's, uh, just Google it and get grossed out, y'all. And oh, if you don't yeah. like to be grossed out, don't Google it. If, if you like watching videos of people popping their pimples oh, no. on YouTube, uh, then tonsil stones will be right in your wheelhouse. And if that sounds like a nightmare, like then don't they will do that. upset you deeply. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I don't like that at all. No, this is this is slowly moving into my oh. ear, so it's very uncomfortable. Chris, I can't believe you're podcasting right now. If I had strep throat, I would be non-functional. I am not only podcasting, I'm delaying this beginning of my medication until <laughs> after this is done. I'm not kidding. This is devotion. So I'm just, I'm just oh, right, because like, you can't do booze and... and, uh, and uh, Antibiotics. Oh, it's just penicillin. Yeah, it's penicillin. But the doctor's like, it's not going to affect. It's just that it lowers your immune system. So it's kind of like, wow. you know. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, like if we could make this like another six minutes and then I could just, <laughs> that'd be great. Um, I do highly recommend getting your tonsils out. I got my tonsils out. I was sick all the time growing up. Yeah. All the time. I had strep throat like several times every year. I, uh, I was I, similar. I had ear infections and strep throat were kind of a... Like magical package routine uh <laughs> so both of you guys have your tonsils out yeah i, I, well, I got mine i got mine out when i was about 19 uh-huh. best thing that ever happened to me wow. i was like this is what normal life is like when you're not <laughs> sick all the time it was just oh, wow. and and they even said they were like your tonsils aren't that bad but we're gonna take them out and i was like okay and then life got better so it gets better after tonsils guys i've never wow. had any ectomy of anything Nobody Congrats has ever that you have all your parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 100% intact. I just had I mean, my I'm first like, ectomy, uh, uh, appendectomy, you know, last summer. It was pretty, yeah. uh, the drugs are fantastic. I <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I've chewed a fingernail or two, but. <laughs> well, if you didn't get rid of some hair and fingernails at some point in life, you'd be a creep, just yeah, that straight up. That would not be a good look. You wouldn't be getting much of the chill part of the Netflix and chill. Accurate. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite Marvel thing? A favorite Marvel thing? Well, right now, I'm. I mean, I'm pretty into Jessica Jones. I'm still like kind of. Seems like everybody's the, into that show. On the crest mm-hmm. of that wave now, but. I love, 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 love Brian Michael Bendis' run on Alias, which was the comic that inspired Jessica Jones. It's starring Jessica Jones. And um, to me, it was just something really different that I felt like, wow, this is so new and this is so fresh and this is so heartfelt and different. And to get to see it come to life and in a new way. And I think it's one of those series that like Marvel really crushed having a non- a, a story that centers around a person who's a whole interesting woman and it's not necessarily just a romance and it's not necessarily, uh-huh. you know, just a vendetta story. It's actually the kind of primary love relationship is really her and her best friend. And like, it's really fulfilling Yeah, in the mm-hmm. way that Broad City is really fulfilling to sure, see that sure. kind of camaraderie. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm really into that because you guys, I don't know if you can tell from my voice, but I'm a human female <laughs> and I like human female things. Yeah. You like, you like blowing that Bechdel test right out of the water. I know. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh. Let's talk about some guys now. <laughs> Everything in my whole fucking house is fucking broken, and I need a drink for that. <laughs> well, I, uh, I was taught a, yet another lesson in humility this week, and I need a drink for that. 
I witnessed sports for the first time in Madison hey. Square Gardens. Um, and given the fact that I just called it sports and not a specific sport, <laughs> I think means that I need a drink for that. Yeah, nice. Here go the recipes. Well, Lorraine, I'm really glad you said Madison Square Garden because it means that it's probably, I probably got it right, which, uh, which team I guessed you saw. Did you see the New York Knickerbockers? I did. <laughs> awesome, because but... you're going to be drinking a Knickerbocker. Hot day. Oh, nice. Uh, this is two and a half ounces of gold rum, a teaspoon and a half of raspberry syrup, half a teaspoon of orange curacao, half an ounce of lime juice, a half of a lime uh, squeezed, and blackberries and raspberries to garnish. So you're gonna, yeah. we're going to shake the rum, syrup, liqueur, and lime juice with crushed ice. And then place the juiced half of one of the limes in the bottom of a highball glass and then pour in the contents from the shaker, including the ice. And then garnish with a few berries and serve with a straw. Ooh. That's the Knickerbocker. This sounds good. I feel like we should let them know that we made them a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is actually a classic drink. Um, I I read a whole thing about how... uh, I think it was Washington Irving wrote his like history of New York before it became New York. Sleepy in, Hollow. <laughs> and uh, in the uh, and he used the pen name Diedrich Knickerbocker. That's is, so pimp. I think where that term comes from. Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I I didn't actually read any history about the cocktail. I wish I had. <laughs> Benjamin, you'll be drinking the Broken Flower. Uh, it's one and a half ounces of Reposado tequila, three quarter ounces of Chinar. Chinar, take a shot, uh, <laughs> half an ounce of lime, half an ounce of fresh grapefruit juice, half an ounce of cinnamon syrup, two dashes of Angostura bitters, uh, and a grapefruit twist to garnish. Uh, you're going to combine all ingredients and shake with ice cubes, strain into a chilled coupe, and garnish by expressing the oils of a grapefruit twist over the drink and discarding the twist. Yum. Yeah. Tasty. Chris, you are going to be drinking a Rosita, which mm-hmm. is a... Uh, it's a 70s cocktail that got kind of re uh brought back into the canon more recently i forget mm-hmm. what i read about it uh <laughs> i should have written it down <laughs> you would think i hadn't done this 97 times already uh, <laughs> you'll get there buddy you'll get there you will also be drinking an ounce and a half of reposado tequila mm-hmm. uh, half an ounce of martini rosso sweet vermouth a uh, half ounce of Dolan dry vermouth. And uh, I think it was you that pointed out, Chris, that that is Italian sweet vermouth and French dry vermouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, half an ounce of Campari, a dash of Angostura bitters. So you'll stir those with ice until well chilled and strain into a chilled cocktail glass. Garnish with a lemon twist. Delish. Um, I... Uh, Went and bought uh, Dolan's today, um, actually both of the, the vermouths. And uh, as I went to replace the old Dolan's, I noticed that uh, <laughs> there was only half an ounce missing from the last bottle. So I had to throw <laughs> out an entire bottle of, of vermouth, which now I'm just, I'm, I'm 10 days from now. Hopefully this stays in the fridge okay for 10 days. And after I run this cycle of medicine, I'm going to drink martinis A trillion nonstop. martinis. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's a good it. idea. Yeah. I, uh... I have some some vermouth that's definitely on the brink, and it has caused the uh, the gin 
bottle to be just living on the counter because I'm like, <laughs> got to get through this fucking vermouth. <laughs> um, All I'm right. A, I'm a noob. Does vermouth just go bad super fast? Yeah. So vermouth is uh, essentially like wine. So um, oh. it doesn't, it's not shelf stable in the way that like a full spirited alcohol is this explains a lot to me about some of my life choices <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, um i mean the the thing that i always recommend is keep it in the fridge um and also white vermouth you can use uh pretty much the same way you would use uh white cooking wine mm. so um if you like have a bottle that is mostly empty and you know you're not going to be uh Mar- uh, martiniing it up anytime soon you could like <laughs> you know deglaze a pan with it or something <laughs> solid yeah uh and also those little like uh suckers that take the air out of the out of the bottle uh, probably give you a few extra days of life so hmm. there you go. uh let's go make some drinks what do you guys say let's do it yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Can I taste this? Yeah. Cheers. Clink. Oh, man. Woo. Um, that's, uh, that's a spirit-forward, boozy one. I'm, uh, I'm thinking Lorraine's might be pretty sp- spiritous as well. It is high-spirited, and it is delicious. Oh, it's mm. good. Okay, good. Um, yeah, I was worried because it's like there's not that much sweet in there. I mean, it's like essentially a third of an ounce of sweet ingredients to two and a half ounces of rum. Hmm. This is what I'd like to call a fun drink because <laughs> after this drink, I will be very fun. <laughs> um, speaking of fun, we've been, uh, our hundredth episode is coming up and we haven't really talked about it, but I think uh, we should get pretty drunk. What do you think, Chris? Oh, yeah, I think so. I really or think You so. should drink a hundred drinks. Is that a <laughs> hey, bad that's idea? That's cool. Let's drink all um I'm not drinks. a mathematician, but that sounds very smart. Um, maybe just like instead of a whole drink, like a shot's worth of a hundred drinks. So it's yeah. actually power like, hour. <laughs> oh, power hour in forty minutes. But yeah, the first yeah. time I got drunk was actually a power hour. Oh and my god! I got very drunk. <laughs> um, I've not seen anyone not. What's the word? Barf. Uh, from power. Of power. <laughs> I didn't. It was because uh, I just, it was like we did the power hour and then we stopped and then I didn't have any more to drink. You want to explain and the power hour to those that don't know oh, what you're yeah. talking about? Sure. So this is a thing that assholes in college do. <laughs> sure. Uh, Listening. Uh, you want like a, a light, like an American light beer with a fairly low ABV mm-hmm. and uh, you get a case of those, uh, you know, 12 to to 24 depending on how many people you have in mm-hmm. uh and you get a shot each every every person gets a shot class and mm-hmm. you set a timer to go off every minute and for 60 minutes you take a shot of beer every minute mm-hmm. uh, sounds so sounds doable i've got a feeling it it's sounds not. doable like you'd be surprised like by minute 30 you're like you you are up taking a piss and like going like, wait, how many did I miss? Okay. Uh, I got to catch up. I got like three shots to do to be back on track. It's, it's so weird because I feel like when it started, I was like, well, this isn't that crazy. It's just like a few beers, right. like mm-hmm. drank really, you drink them really fast. Like how bad can it be? Right. And after the first 15 minutes, you're kind of like, oh, it's pretty bad. This is rough. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I just shotgun two beers. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> And I think it works out to being like 
I don't know, five beers. Yeah, it's that like you a six pack. Hour. Yeah, um, five and change maybe. Um, the uh, that was the only time I ever actually successfully got through a power hour. Uh, I tried it one other time, but we tried it with B to the E. Do you guys remember this product? No. No. Uh, so this was a thing that Budweiser came out oh, with no. amid the energy drink craze. Oh, Christ. And it was, it was like the Budweiser B with a little, it was like raised to the power of E. So it was like a Budweiser energy branded alcoholic energy Oof. beer so this is like that stuff that they just outlawed yeah i don't think it's I, I, I don't think that they can make it anymore but it had like caffeine and guarana and shit in it wow. so you <laughs> put a little crack in your booze and then you're like here's a good idea like i i think i tapped out at like the 20 minute mark i was like i'm more more upset about this than i've ever been oh man uh, about anything uh Plus, those drinks are pretty sweet. Yeah. Which you kind of don't want to drink a beer that's super sweet. Like, you couldn't drink like, cider or something, exactly you'd die. I exactly what it tasted like, but I don't think it was that sweet. I, I had a friend that just, I, I may have told this story on here before, but I had a friend that drank Red Bull vodka once, like, exclusively for the night, uh, you know, and I think he said he had, like, six to eight of them. And, uh, uh, Holy God. and then did not sleep until four o'clock the next day. <laughs> in the afternoon. That is a he, lot of he, he called me, he called me at like lunchtime the next day. He's like, Chris, I haven't fucking slept yet. I am never doing that again. <laughs> yeah. Which is, uh, yeah, it's just disturbing. I directed some, uh, industrial videos, uh, at the Red Bull space in, mm -hmm. here in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I was, so I was in there shooting, for like four days and they just had like coolers full of Red Bull all over the place mm -hmm. that you could just take. And, uh, you, did you take a whole cooler? I, I, <laughs> I mean, eventually I like had like a bunch of Red Bull in my fridge. And then for like a week after I was just like, Oh yeah, it's the middle of the day. I'll have a fucking Red Bull. <laughs> and, uh, Mike, I, Mike, my, 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 uh, I, some people can do that and I cannot <laughs> like, it really, I like, I like realized at a certain point my life was falling apart and the, like <laughs> the variable that had changed in the like in the time that it had started happening was the amount of Red Bull I was consuming. So oh, well, it's a, it's a terrible cycle because it keeps you up super late and then you have to get up at the same time. So you just stay up late, get no sleep. You're tired. What do you need? A Red, Red Bull. Bull. Yeah. It's yeah. insidious. Yeah. Speaking of uh, terrible cycles, guys. Um, oh, oh, no, geez. it's going to oh, be geez. about his period again. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten my moon, and it is a particularly heavy flow. Can we never call it a moon? Can we just like, agree that it's nothing like the moon? <laughs> like, they don't like fly a bat signal. It's got one thing in common with the moon, right? 28 days? Yeah. 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 Nah. <laughs> All right, Lorraine's not having it. She's not having it. <laughs> I'll defer to you on this. Um, <laughs> I thought my argument there was pretty good. No, with the right. sighing and the hemming yeah. and hawing. Yeah. Uh, so, um, as many people know, my wife has been uh, out of town for a long time now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just, like, looked up at some point uh, the other day, and I realized, like, so many of the fucking things in my house are broken right now. It's And it's, like... It's been like, uh, it's kind of annoying me, but I'm not going to do anything about it. So I'm going to go down the <laughs> list. There is a light on my countertop that is out. And so there's like a big dark place right where I like to prepare food, uh, which is super annoying. The oven doesn't work. The water spout on the fridge doesn't work. I know, cry me a river, but it's like, it's there. Mm -hmm. it's, it should work. 
the ice works, the fucking water doesn't. Uh, the coffee grinder is broken. And <laughs> I think the thing that like made me realize this was happening was the internet was down the other day and I was like, everything is fucking broken in here. Wait, <laughs> everything is broken in here. What the fuck? I mean, you only just, your computer's been broken twice in the last two weeks or whatever. Yeah. It is, like, like three weeks. I, I've really like, uh, and like, like there's it, most of these things are in the kitchen, which is like, I've been cooking pretty much every night because, uh, I've been trying to kind of save, save do re mi. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, like, the oven being out has been really obnoxious. And, like, you know, I had, like, a guy with, like, 12 inches of plumber's crack come by to look <laughs> at it. And, like... That's, like, a very long butt. Oh, my God. This guy had the longest butt I've ever seen. Like, it looked like his shirt was, like, pulling up toward the middle of his back. And, like, there was no end in sight. Maybe like, man, the I, shirt was actually pulling his butt crack longer. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I was I was at work the other night, and I had this table full of three women at the back corner. And I, they sh- they were ushering me over, you know, can you come here for a second? Yep. What's, what seems to be the problem, ladies? Um, our sight line is really <gasps> bad right now. And I was like, uh, and, you know, they, we've got this sort of, like, curtain that blocks the cold air from coming in the door and they were sitting uh-huh. right near there and i thought <laughs> okay well i was about to say well i can't i can't i can't do anything about, about that you know and then they're like actually there's a guy sitting at the bar and all we can see is his butt crack <laughs> and then Amazing. i was like uh and they're laughing they're like killing themselves laughing and i'm like okay well i mean now i just have to ask like what would you have wanted me to do about that because like <laughs> i guess he had adjusted his shirt in the in the interim just and the, the next time you serve him a drink you say hey buddy crack kills <laughs> <laughs> he was Maybe. also a friend of a coworker, so I was like, going to oh. totally put the onus on my coworkers. Like, can you get your buddy to hike up his pants? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> anyway, it, it worked itself out. Thank the Lord. Yeah, you don't have like a modesty cloak that you can just put over the back of a person who is showing gratuitous butt. Oh yeah, no! That'd be nice. Yeah, that's or actually like funny. A... That's really that's a good idea. Have it hanging yeah, on like... one hook, the modesty cloak. I, uh, you know those like plastic lobster bibs that you get sometimes, and <laughs> like like if there was one that was extra long that you could just tie around. You know, it'd be even better direction. if it had like a an illustration of a butt crack on it. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that they should do like they do to um, young girls who they think are dressed inappropriately, where they have to wear the, like the shame shirts. Mm, you know, where yeah. it's like What's I that? violated the dress code, so um, no, I have to wear this big A on that. my chest. Where they do really they... do. That's a thing. That's I've seen it on the internet. It exists. Everything on the internet is true. Oh well, my yeah. god! That's <laughs> I think horrible. If, if, if young girls can be asked to endure indignities like that, then certainly poorly dressed dudes oafish fellas or whatever and 12 inch butt cracks <laughs> yeah the thing is like all of this all of these repairs are like multiple step processes like i had to have that guy come over and and grace my apartment with his ass and then like he looked at the thing and i i told them what part was broken on the oven because i like did some fucking youtube research and figured it out and so i called the appliance repair and i was like this part is broken on the oven mm-hmm. please send somebody out to fix it and he had to like come out pull the oven off the wall look at it and he was like yeah it's a, it's this part that's broken i was like yeah I, like i that's the fucking first piece of information you should have had and uh so now i'm like waiting for him to order it in which is like just order it then come and then fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, with my computer, it was like, I took it in and it was like, yeah, we couldn't fix it. Uh, okay. Yeah, you'll have to bring it back <laughs> so that we can try again. What? And, and, uh, and like, 
I'm really nervous, uh, especially about the, replacing this light because it's those little halogen bulbs. And this is a particular type of bulb, and I know this from experience, that there are two kinds of bulb that look exactly the same. And one is the right one, and the other one gets, like, insanely hot and will, mm. like, burn out the fixture. Oh, God. And so if I lose this fixture, it's like I've lost half my counter, essentially. Right. And, uh, and uh, you know, I don't want to... Do you not have a land person who does this for you? I mean, I would feel like, okay, if it wasn't a light bulb, but... See, that's the one thing that's really crushing it about being a lady, Yeah, is I'm just like, I can't do anything, you guys. <laughs> Get in here. <laughs> Meanwhile, you, um, can, you can do anything you want, except the one thing you can't figure out, like the light bulb, for example, is like, yeah, I don't know what this is. I don't know yeah, how to do this. I just assume some sort of strange god turns it on and off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just like, oh, uh, you know, you've, you've yelled Alexander Graham Bell from your, de- your is it Bell that invi- invented light- electricity? No. Uh, I think he invented the telephone. The telephone. Wait. Who invented Edison invented Edison. the light bulb. So you're yelling Edison from your, your rooftop and it just doesn't mm-hmm. seem to work. <laughs> Damn you, Edison. <laughs> but uh, I really like this cocktail, this uh, broken flower cocktail. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't expecting the tequila and the chinar to be as good friends as they are, but mm-hmm. they really are. It's very um, nice, nicely balanced. I have to say, I really am enjoying this drink because there are raspberries in it, which I am chewing into the microphone. So, <laughs> apologies, kind of. They are delicious. <laughs> they are yeah, chewable a, too. That drink is definitely not in season in terms of what it looks like. It looks like the summeriest thing of all time, but. Uh, it's pretty warm here today in uh, Brooklyn, yeah. so yeah. it is. things could be worse. This is super good. I, I'm going to be honest. I mashed up my berries a little bit, but so, it's super good. So did you, in fact, see the New York Knickerbockers? I did. I saw them. basket balls? I saw them basket their <laughs> balls. It was like tons of guys in balls, um, which is my favorite. Yeah. Um, no, it balls was, are the best part of sex. I was not talking about sex. I was just talking about sports. Oh, sorry. I get distracted. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, no, I was I saw busy them play. Netflixing and chilling. I need his mind. Yeah, alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, That's no, what I do these days. They were playing against the Golden State Warriors, which my friend, who was oh, lovely enough was to invite me. Team. Mine, mine as well. Oh, right. Because you're, uh, what are you, from Bakersfield, California? I am. That's what they tell me, unfortunately. I was not born there, but I was raised there, which is the same thing almost. Um, but where you know. But I, so we were rooting for the Golden State Warriors because yeah. we were like, yeah, we're going to root for the California team. And, uh, and they won, which yeah. was really fun and exciting. Uh, but you guys, it really freaked me out. I think it, it's messed with my identity because I enjoyed it and I didn't know that I could enjoy sports. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've seen baseball and that's not really so much about enjoyment as it is about eating ice cream in a hat upside yeah. down. Yeah. That's upside part down. of the enjoyment though. It's part of the uh, enjoyment. It's just true. a matter of time before you start taking the sport at the same time. And those two things merge and you're like, what have I been doing? Giant plastic cup full of beer, yeah. frankfurter with yeah. dubious toppings on it. All of the um, things and the baseball but, game. Man, basketball, though, is awesome because yeah. you don't have to know anything to really you enjoy free, it. You, you know what's going on. Yeah, yeah but that don't ball you goes over there. The, that ball goes over there. Don't you think, don't. like, basketball, I mean, it can, it can be the same as football in the way that it's like, basically, you can skip the whole game and watch the last two minutes. Like, that's the problem I <laughs> well, have yeah. with basketball. You know, it's like yeah, but it's really just, exciting when somebody gets like a breakaway and like goes and like dunks the ball. Absolutely, the the court. I mean, absolutely, you're right. It's a like, fun game to watch. I've I've uh, seen one or two basketball games in my time, and I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed. I'm not really. 
uh, I think like Lorraine, not, I don't really follow sport, but, uh, if I can go to a professional sporting event, I tend to enjoy myself. Cool. Man, I mean, it was awesome too. It was a really good game because it was really well matched. Mm -hmm. Like the Golden State Warriors like really pulled it out at the end, but the whole game was just like point, 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 point. And so it was really, really exciting. You guys, I don't even know who I am anymore. I'm saying these words and I'm like, <laughs> it's do not I great care though. It's not amazing. You've surprised yourself. Yeah. It's, it's, and also something that's weird about it is I like Instagram a picture and I was like, I'm so excited to share this picture because I'm so excited that I'm actually going to something <laughs> in Madison Square Garden and all the people that follow me are my friends and they're all comic book nerds yep. and they were just like, no one cares. No. Like nobody cares that I am at this game. Yeah. It is not relevant to who I am as a human being. Lorraine, right. your mind is open and I don't think you should be ashamed. Oh, yeah. thank you, Chris. Yep. Um, well, that sounds really fun, man. I haven't been to a basketball game. I've been, I've been to a baseball game like in the last couple of years. Uh, which was fun. Mm-hmm. It was great. But, uh, I highly recommend it. Yeah, maybe I'll... Uh, the thing is, like, I also surround myself with people who don't give a shit about sports, so nobody's ever like, hey, Ben, you want to go take in the game? You know, like... I'll go with you because I care it's now. It's not going to be my idea because I, like... Yeah, it's going to have to be us. When's, right? when's yeah, we'll the, uh, when does the basketball season end? Uh, it's a winter sport, right? I, I mean, it goes to spring, right? Doesn't it end with March Madness? Aren't the... Uh, Isn't, oh, that's yeah. with the college kids, right? Yeah, that's the yeah, college right. kids. But I think it goes through spring and then baseball kind of picks up, right? The Golden State Warriors are like the best team now, right? Yeah, there's this guy, Curry. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Curry. Yeah. He is really good at throwing those three-pointers. He's a little guy and he just like swish, swish, swish from way like, far away. Yeah. I believe he is uh, being credited with changing the game of basketball. I mean, like Whoa. three That's points. That's what they're saying. Yeah, like three points have become like a very important factor in the game of basketball, and he just happens to be the best at that. The king of three points. Yeah. Well, it's so crazy too watching the Knicks versus the Warriors because the Knicks are huge guys. Like I got to interview Robin Lopez once, yeah. and he's enormous, and he has a voice like he sounds like Andre the Giant. Like he <laughs> yeah. just is crazy huge and that team i'm six foot four and when i've been in like the presence of professional or college level basketball players the couple times in my life that i have it's like i'm like man like i'm never conscious of people's heights like relative to each other at all because (laughs) i tend to be you know 95th or 98th percentile wherever i am and then suddenly i'm like holy shit people are different heights i I saw i saw a photo i don't know who like what team this person played for but it was like the the team's tour bus and he was basically (laughs) looking in the window of the tour bus he was like next to the driver and i'm like this is like terrifying this is a terrifying (laughs) photo <laughs> well, it's it's so crazy because all of those the Knicks guys are huge. They're yeah. all huge guys. Ridiculous. Like when I interviewed Robin Lopez, I I stood next to him, and I consider myself a very tall woman. I'm five nine, and yeah. he was sitting down, and he was taller than me. Damn, which was crazy. Wow. But <laughs> but it's so crazy to watch the Warriors because they're all little guys compared to the Knicks. But they just like run circles around them and like toss those three pointers and it's like yeah you don't need to dunk man (laughs) if you can do three points when you're far far away uh who am i um having (laughs) having seen several dinosaur movies i feel like (laughs) that's a great way to follow up sports talk the advantage (laughs) that the warriors have is that larger dinosaurs move very slowly Mm -hmm. and the little ones like zip around between their legs 
Uh, you know, here's a, the thing. Here's the thing. I've, I've kind works, of, right? I've, yeah, I've come up it. with this phrase that that uh, I'm really hoping catches on. It's a, uh, you know, it's like the bigger they are, the the harder they fall. You know what I mean? I've yeah, never well, heard that before. Good. You have heard that. Okay, well that's no, mine. That's, that's no, I some... haven't. I haven't. Oh. I like it though. I think that's like really cutting edge. I say, <laughs> I say, we should all try to make a commitment to use it in in uh, everyday in, life, in everyday life, once this week, mm-hmm. and uh, see if you know, people this notice. Is, this is a pretty popular podcast. I feel like we could get this thing going. I think so. I mean, so it's... action item for the listeners. Action item. Uh, say no. Say Hashtag. it again. The larger they are, no, it's the it's harder. Uh, the bigger they are. They are. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. The harder they fall. Yeah. Okay. All right. Pretty good. Yeah. Have you have you guys heard this story about there was this guy? I mean, it's uh, the story that's been going around. Uh, he his name was Goliath. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's like a big guy. There was this little guy in him got in a fight. David. Oh. Do you hear about this? I've heard of oh, Davy. It's, it's from I've, like an old book. I've heard of something. Davy and Goliath. I've heard of like a boy and his dog. Is <laughs> Davy. that the same or? <laughs> Similar but different. Uh, like lots yeah. of lessons to be learned there. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, Chris. Okay. What is well, this uh, humility that you speak of, because I am unfamiliar with this concept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like many of us, sometimes I go around locked in my own brain, and what? Um, uh, I got on the bus the other day, and um, I sat down, and you know, it was it was quiet and you know, relatively peaceful, and. We, we get to the next stop. Get to the. It wasn't war on the bus. No, no, there was no war. Not at this point. Uh, and um, you get to the next stop, and uh, a, a young man gets on the phone, and very clearly excited. Uh, he gets on the bus rather, and he's on his phone, and he's very clearly excited to uh, to be talking to whoever it is he's talking to. And yeah, I mean, he wants to share that enthusiasm with the rest of the bus. And I guess, <laughs> I guess like immediately I was like, oh, maybe he's going to wrap this phone call up. And then the bus sets off and um, he sits down and he is just as equally as excited and uh, maybe a little more loud because he's, just, <laughs> he's at the back of the bus and he's speaking over the roar of the engine of the bus. Okay. And I, I'm just, you know shaking my head like an asshole does just like oh you you know just like how am i going to get this guy to shut up and you know, i think i saw you tweeting about that's this right i mean we had a little conversation i mean you you, you chimed in it uh, and we can talk about that um I, I believe i cracked wise at some point yeah. you did crack wise uh and then we get to the next stop and, and a young woman gets on i mean i'd say maybe mid-20s gets on the bus and she too is on or actually she sits down and then gets on the phone and um, she's got her headphones on and she's holding her phone in front of her face and like sort of barking into the, the screen, you know. Um, <laughs> what? So then we've got two people who... It drives me nuts when people have like headphones and they're, they're using them, but they don't have the like hands-free part of totally. the headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just looks so dumb. It does. It really does. And uh, so... I mean, maybe you spilled soup on that part and it's not working right or something. <laughs> no, these were, these were over the ear, like... I mean, I guess they probably make those, but these were over the ear, like sort of thick cable, you oh, know, nice. like so proper she, headphones. She was, she was like making it hard for her to know what the correct volume to speak <laughs> totally, at. Totally. Exactly right. Exactly right. And so... Um, you know, now we've got these two competitors, right? Who not only are competing <laughs> against each other, but against the roar of this engine. And I, I'm, I'm like, look, I actually just look over my shoulder to the guy and I look down and, and the girl is kind of oblivious. She's on her own world and she's dealing with um, some sort of customer service 
rep. And oh god, uh, <laughs> and I and I, I immediately start. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I don't know if this is the best place to be doing like administrative work. You know, I don't know if, if, if maybe this is your office, maybe this is your where you operate from. I don't know, but it doesn't seem great. Anyway, yeah. the guy eventually stops talking. And the girl continues to yell. But then this conversation, <laughs> this conversation takes a turn to where um, she's super grateful for whatever this woman on the other end of the phone is doing. I forget the woman's name. How do you know name, it's but, a woman? Well, because it was a woman's oh, name. Oh, she she's said like, her name. Yeah, yeah. So she... Um, Are you sure? Th- thanks for trying to Wait, catch me What if me it was though. like Dana or Cameron? You could have been like... Could have been Chris or, yeah, Terry. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, okay, <laughs> listen, I maybe... <laughs> Maybe I assumed. I'm sorry. Okay, Ben. Thanks for catching me out. Anyway, um, I... uh, There are plenty of men named Janelle, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) So she all of a sudden becomes really appreciative to this woman. And then the two of them, like, they recognize each other. So whoever this person is on the bus recognizes this woman uh, as somebody that has helped her in the past. And she is like, oh my God, are you, you helped me with my glasses. Like it must've been an insurance claim or something. <laughs> what? And then all of a sudden there's just like this overwhelming, like sense of love just pouring out of this woman on the bus. And she's like, <laughs> you are such a sweetheart. You're such a doll. Thank you. Every, I have no idea how you work in that office. They're all a bunch of assholes, but you are amazing. <laughs> and then I start to look around the bus and she's still in her own world. And I'm looking around the bus and there's a few people who are just kind of like, like smiling uncontrollably, you know, and she's like, and she's like, I know it costs absolutely nothing to be nice. And I'm like, I'm just like, oh, man, like that's okay. That's, I mean, I guess I still didn't really need to hear it, but at the same time, it's like, that's pretty nice. You know, that's a pretty nice moment. Yeah. Happy ending. That's sweet. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I, at that very moment, I'm like, okay, asshole maybe just like not that's not going to happen all the time i get it right like i'm not going to be oh maybe this is another opportunity for people to connect on the phone and i'm going to be a part of it (laughs) yeah but uh, god it would have been amazing if she got off the bus and that woman was waiting for her and they ran to each other's arms and it started to (laughs) rain yeah Yeah, they Um, they verbally did that exactly some sort of verbal equivalent but yeah it was uh anyway just kind of it took me out of myself for a minute and I, I actually really kind of, I was laughing at other people laughing at the conversation because again, she was just, she could have been anywhere. She, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> she had these headphones on and she was just locked into this phone call. So, um, now was anybody on the bus doing anything funny with their butt crack? <laughs> Any butt cracks? Good butt I, cracks? I, you know, I, there could have been somebody behind me with a butt crack. I don't know. I, there might've been people on the bus with a butt crack. I don't know. I, I really hopefully know. everyone on the bus had a butt crack. Look, it's weird up here I in mean, Canada. I mean, not exposed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like the, yeah, so my uh, my joke on Twitter was that in uh, in New York, you're statutorily required by law mm-hmm. to to say something if somebody is talking loud on their phone on the, on the subway or whatever. Yeah. Um, there was this thing when I was in college, I think it was like, there's some, one of the cell phone companies had something where you could get a cell phone that had like a walkie-talkie feature. Oh God, those and it, things! And yeah, it had this like <clears throat> cheap, cheap. like mic or like, something like that. Yeah, and uh, when I lived in Astoria, that was the worst. It was like the thing, right? Yeah, because like, when you're in the elevated train, you have reception. You have reception, and there's just like people fucking transmitting code on the fucking walkie-talkie phone all <laughs> the goddamn. You know, you know who are the only people who have that walkie-talkie feature? 
couple's about to break up. That's it. <laughs> Those are the only people I have. It's just like, I said I'm coming home. Yeah, like, I'm coming yeah, exactly. home. Where are I you, hate baby? you. Why are we still together? Like, yeah. let's get on a family share plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, the, yeah, the... Um, I feel like there was a lot of construction guys with them, uh, mm-hmm. which is like... That I might be the most practical use. Yeah, that's the most practical yeah, use, sense. I think. But it's sort of like... It's sort of made for weird subway riding where they'd sort of like break off a cat call because they were just receiving a walkie-talkie signal. What? It was like, oh, like, you're like, oh, like you're too busy to harass that woman because you have to fucking be also annoyed. So your argument is way. like without those oh. shitty mic, uh, walkie-talkie phones, the harassment could have been continued uninterrupted. Right. We could have un... un- <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was some sort of nicer. like sh- dog collar, like with the shock feature, but oh, it's just yeah. a walkie-talkie like, don't do that. <laughs> Leave her alone. She just wants to go home tonight. That would be a good, uh, be a good product. I right? Like, Shock collar for dickheads? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, part of it would be getting it on them, and that would be a, obviously a challenge. Well, to it would be like a catch model. and release situation. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> if you're caught being a douchebag, you yeah. get like hit with a little narc s- gun. Staple this thing into your ear like, yeah. a, like, a, like you tag a whale that you're trying to track. <laughs> and then it shocks you if you're yeah. a douchebag. Yeah, Anytime or it hears you start to whistle or, or say the phrase, hey, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or, like, or anytime, if you just make the sound. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. You'll take it as a compliment. Like, oh, it's the Smile. Why don't you smile? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. I have to say... My worst ever catcall. Some guy just, I can't even remember what he was saying. He was just catcalling me and it was like super late at night and I was walking home. I was conservatively dressed. So it wasn't even like, this is totally rape culture talking. Were you dressed like Ted Cruz or? Yeah, I I dressed exactly (laughs) like Ted Cruz. I was wearing a Ted Cruz mask. But no, I, I like in my mind, I'm kind of like, which is totally wrong. And I know that this is totally wrong thinking, but I was like not even dressed in a way that was provocative or like warranted male attention in any way. And this guy started hitting on me or whatever. And I just laid into him. I was like, you know what? F bombs. That's like, (laughs) and I was just like not having it. And the nicest thing ever, not that I couldn't take care of it, but there was just some guy who was like, hey, man, she's just trying to walk home. Yeah, yeah. And it was the nicest thing to just not be the only one, because there were two guys yeah. that were soups scary. Yeah. <laughs> and two, I noticed this. Guys don't like it when you don't like it. So when you talk back, sometimes they're like, Oh, you want to have a talk they about get this? Angry. It's like, no, I really don't. I don't. Yeah. I just want you to leave me alone and continue on the way. So, hey, guys out there in the world, it's so nice when you join it's nice, us. It's nice to. Uh, it's good it, to have comrades. It's, it's good to um, repudiate misogyny uh, when you see it, because that's the only way we're gonna mm. combat oh, it ultimately. Allies. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? What you didn't like my big talk about Catholic oh, and rape culture? No, I was or? Say, uh, <laughs> the like the like way somebody is dressed thing. You're right. It's like it totally falls apart because like it's it, it's like it's inconsistent in itself as like a logical like defense. Like oh like well she shouldn't dress like that except for like like those dudes do not fucking make any no, distinction. There's, no, there's no distinction. I mean that's the thing is I guess I kind of know like if I'm dressed. Like 
in a mini skirt and high heels, like I'm probably going to get more attention that's in that vein. And like you anticipate it. But when yeah. you're like, I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt and I'm sweaty, like people are going to leave me alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is what I think. Y- theoretically, but, but it's not true. I mean, But like, I have a huge target that says this person owns a vagina and then right. it's, you know, an yeah. issue, I guess. Right. Owns and operates. Owns um, and, yeah. It's a whole <laughs> self-run business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in closing, fuck you. Do not call people. Yeah. Uh, Just don't do it. Just don't do, don't it. do it. Be cool, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's the one thing, you know, the bar I work at, I love the bar I work at, but weekends at the bar I work at are, uh, if anybody is unfamiliar with what douchebags look like, <laughs> uh, or act like you know uh hit me up and i'll uh gopro it for you uh, <laughs> i would weekend. watch the crap out of that like the douche oh, yeah. stream i i oh my god you know what oh fuck. i wish i wish it wasn't such a violation of privacy or i'd fucking do it it's like it's just uh it's um that's when i get like i find the highest of horses and i get right up on it <laughs> yeah yeah no i think that's great go for it yeah, people shouldn't I, I, be terrible. I'm a firm believer. Like, I mean, people should just be cool to each other, yeah, right? Don't, don't be, don't be monster dickheads. <laughs> I, uh, I just wish people a little like. I mean, like the self awareness thing. Something I talk about is like when you go out for the night. If you're at a bar, self awareness is the best thing you can have. You know, like you have yeah. to be aware of your environment, like yourself in your environment, like your place in it. And so many people aren't. And I'm not a teacher. I'm not there to put people in their place, but uh, sometimes I do, and it's usually not like that person's fault, but they, um, have done something to unleash the 50 other times I've wanted to put someone in their place. And it all <laughs> comes out on that one. And then, I, and then yeah. they, like, I'm forever pegged as an asshole because like, it's like overreaction. Don't order drinks from that guy. He's a dick. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I feel like my problem when I go out is way too much self-awareness. I'm yeah. Like, well, I mean, what are these people thinking about me right <laughs> yeah. now? I actually, I really, I do feel bad for guys in, in some way because it's like women, I don't, not to generalize, all girls are different, but I think it feels really nice if a guy that you're interested in comes over and talks to you, you're like, oh man, how nice yeah. that this guy like wants to talk to me. Um, except for that there's this whole thing that if you don't want that guy to talk to you, then you're suddenly like, it's like the this creep yeah. won't leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I guess mean, it's, 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 it's no a really, fun. It's a really tricky gender line, roles. right? It's a real tricky yeah. line. Like That's why we just have, you know, we got to even it out, make all the girls do it. That's what I say. Yeah, like, yeah. just let, let us do it, right? Yeah. yeah, except for that sounds horrible. Uh, <laughs> Sadie Hawkins all the time, right? All the, all time. the time. Let's just well, have dances all the time and uh, old timey dances. All... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't had a dance in a long time. Me neither. I go dancing all the time, but it's not really like a Sadie Hawkins yeah. situation. It's not like all the boys lined up on one side of the gymnasium and all the girls lined up on the other. No, it's more like you and your girlfriend and you're like dancing and then some guys come over and you're like, Ruin do you think night. that one's cute? Okay, good. Do you want me to get rid of them? Yeah, okay. Okay, great. I'll do that. <laughs> and uh, then you like slowly turn them to a corner so that no one can touch them. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I, I, I believe this with every fiber of my being. And if I've said it before, I'm sorry, but everybody, it should be like military, like military enrollment in other countries where it's mandatory for a year. You should have to work in retail and and service industry for one year and you will be a fucking better person. I guarantee it. Straight up. I think you will. Because I've seen some better. You will. You will. You'll what? Not. 
You'll tip better. You won't yeah. act so entitled all the fucking time. Oh, my God. Like, I have seen... I felt so bad for, like, solo women. I don't even know if they're single, but solo women sitting at a bar who just... Basically, you need a sword and shield, at the very least a shield, <laughs> you know, like to just parry away people as they approach. Like, it just, yeah. it's impossible for a woman to sit at a bar by herself, I think. Or just like hockey pads. <laughs> you know, I have to say, that's like a real thing. I was talking with my friend about this, and she's very big at like, she goes to her local bar and like hangs out a lot. And I'm just like, I can't do it. <laughs> it I feel super weird like i feel like the weirdest person in the bar comes and sits next to me and like slowly leans in i don't know and maybe yeah. that's on me maybe that's in my head but I th- well i think if you weird. have like a local like if you have a bar that you like and you go and you get to that's know true. the staff then you're never the, the actually, staff can kind of run interference yeah you're never maybe. by yourself so like you you know you can sit and read or you can just hang out and just have a drink and you know just stare at the fucking ceiling yeah. if you want but if ever there's trouble you've got but at the end of the day like that shouldn't That's be a true. struggle. Like it shouldn't it be shouldn't. hard for a woman to find a place in public to sit by herself <laughs> no, without being no, fucking constantly approached. You guys, I'm so glad we got into this feminist sort of pro alcoholism <laughs> conversation. It's it. This is like right in the bullseye for this podcast. <laughs> it's like, like right in the sweet spot. Yeah, this is uh, you know bringing the main theme and a major leitmotif of our show into the same issue. <laughs> Two same dudes, one feminism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're eating feminism out of a cup. <laughs> oh yeah. no! Why? It doesn't. When as soon as you say it, it's so evocative. Ben. <laughs> Oh, sorry, uh, guys. I don't mean to associate feminism with poo. <laughs> 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 uh, you guys, let's take it a dark turn. Yeah, it's real dark. To the darkest corners of the internet. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, Chris. Let's go back to those tonsil stones. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> tonsil stones. Request. Uh, guys, we have a phone call. Let's what? have it. Uh, so the way you leave us a message uh, is you go to let's drink about that it and there's a tab on the right side of the screen says leave voicemail or something like that. Yep. And you can record it right there in your browser. Um, or if you're on mobile, there's like a little app that you can download and you can record it on there. Uh, it shows up in our email inbox and Here's- we love getting these. Uh, so and we're now looking for both life events and also booze news. Like if you have a question about how something works or if you've <laughs> seen some new development in the booze industry, call it in. Uh, here's a call from our wait, friend. Wait, wait, wait. Before you do that, mm. here's if you're out in the field and if you have this app on your phone, please call something in as soon as it happens. If there's like, oh, guys, I was just at this place. And oh, good call. This happened. You know, like, let's have yeah. it sort of as real time as we can, you know? Yeah. Uh, that would be I'd something. Lo- I would love you to tell us a life event and then have all your friends cheer in the background. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that has never happened here. So if you can manage to swing yeah. that, then it'll be a first. Here's our friend, Casey Adams. Hi. My name is Casey Adams. Huge fan. My life event this week is my wife and I are trying to learn how to make more mixed drinks. Um, we've only learned so far how to make lemon drops and cosmopolitans, and so we need a drink to make to celebrate the weekend. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Thanks, Casey. All right. Thanks, Casey. Um, well, I mean, I think uh, if if you're just starting out, I think what you need to do is maybe at least have a classic in your uh, repertoire and. Something I found that we've never actually done. I think we did a twist on it, but something we've never done is a Sazerac. 
And, oh yeah, Sazerac has come up a couple times in my life this week for for whatever reason. So um, it's very fitting. So um, a Sazerac is two ounces of Rittenhouse. Uh, well, this is the suggestion: two ounces of Rittenhouse uh, bonded rye whiskey, three dashes of Peychaud's bitters, two dashes of Angostura bitters, and one Demerara sugar cube. You're going to muddle the sugar cube and bitters, then add the whiskey and ice. Stir and strain into a chilled. Uh, a absinthe rinsed uh, rocks glass. Uh, you're going to twist the lemon peel over the surface and discard. That is an OG cocktail. That's it's like it. One of the one of the oldest there is, and um, I think there's actually a Sazerac brand rye rye whiskey. Yeah, and yeah. I think that I could be wrong about this, but I think that that company also is the company that makes Peychauds and Regan's bitters. Okay. Well, you'll notice that you'll notice, uh, Casey, that it's uh, mostly alcohol. So if uh, oh, yeah. this is you know, a, if, this is a big this is a big drink. Yeah. So uh, definitely take your time with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shots, shots, shots. Yeah. Shots, shots. Yeah. Exactly. Um, no, but it's a good one. Like I think uh, lemon drops and and cosmopolitans are both uh, good good vodka drinks. And if uh, if you're going to start to branch out. Uh, a cool way to do it is to kind of start with the old classic ones and then mm-hmm. sort of, uh, you know, develop your bar from there. Cause you know, like that'll, that'll put a bottle of rye on your, on your home bar. And yep. then, uh, you know, you can, there's plenty of other rye cocktails that you can experiment with. Like, I don't, and, I don't want to uh, say that lemon drops to the races. I, I don't want to say that lemon drops and Cosmos aren't grown up drinks, but when you taste the Sazerac, you'll be like, Oh shit, this is a grown up drink. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they're very tasty, those two drinks, but this is also tasty, but, uh, uh, challenging to the palate for sure. Lorraine, it has been a little slice of heaven to have really you. has Aww, Lorraine. Oh, you guys, you're my favorite. Uh, you're our favorite. Um, Aww. how can people find you online? You got a tweeter, you got an Insta. Yeah, everything pretty much is at Lorraine Sink, and that's spelled L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E-C-I-N-K. All right. Uh, but it's said like the kitchen, but spelled with a C. Spelled with a C. And um, you can watch my videos at marvel.com or on youtube.com slash marvel. Nice. Um, well, we're always uh, we're so delighted to have you. Um, Absolutely. You can follow Chris on Twitter at ChrisBChicken. And Benjamin at Benjamin R A H R. And you can follow our show Aww. at Drink About It, and uh, we're also on Instagram at Let's Drink About It. Um, man, the the hot thing to do is get on that Let's Drink About It Instagram and know <laughs> all the drinks you're going to be drinking as you go into the weekend. Do you put the recipes underneath? Yep, recipes I know I follow you, but uh, yeah, know. it's a it's a good thing to follow. You know, I'm real obsessed with that recipe under the picture thing right now. Yeah, it's good. It's a good move, right? Yeah, um, that's the best. Our friend Lizzie Bartelt runs our Instagram and uh, all of our socials medias, and she is, uh, we greatly appreciate that. Uh, We also appreciate Graham Walsh and Jamal Richardson, who made Mm -hmm. our theme music, Mm -hmm. and Paul Watling, who made our theme art. (laughs) Yep. Thank (laughs) you, everybody. uh, Yeah. And we really appreciate Lorraine Singh. The best. (laughs) And with that... We will be back at you next week with more life events and more cocktails to go perfectly with them. Later, potato. Do not choke on your rum and coke. 
You know, Lorraine, you were actually here when I coined my signature sign-off. No, like, Lorraine said it. thought I was going to say lighter potato. And I, <laughs> and I was right. saying lighter potato for a long time, but then I decided lighter potato was funnier. <laughs> I, no, I like lighter potato. It made yeah. me feel good in all, all of the right ways because it's a thinker joke. Mm, yeah. it, it drops like a bomb where you're like three, two, <laughs> mind blown. And Lorraine, Not you know what? Not quite mind blown. It's like, a, it's like mind chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Lorraine, t- to this day, you are, uh, I think you maybe uh, made me feel at home in New York because uh, you're the only person I've ever run into on the streets <laughs> of New York. And I was like, Lorraine, you know, and that's never happened before or since. So Aww. you have that honor. That's true. It's so funny because whenever I walk by that spot at Barclay Center, I think of you. I'm like, that's why I ran into Chris. <laughs> and it was so weird because I felt like the world was imploding because I'm like, you're not from this country. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why are you here? Uh, what are you doing here? Sense. And who should I report you to? <laughs> Do I need to call someone from immigration? Customs and border protection? Or is this like a CIA thing? Or Oh, he's from Canada. It's fine. Yeah. They're harmless. They're mostly our friends. As long as they don't bring in any mooses or anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our yeah, border, be northern border. Those moose have had it too good for too long. 